So, Mike, I know on a recent episode, actually, maybe it was off air, maybe it was after we recorded, we had talked about uh, you giving me some suggestions for anime to watch uh-huh. and for me to like commit to watching something. Uh-huh. And part of my whole rebuttal to you was I'd rather just play games like I don't I don't allocate time in that yeah. way. Well, it wasn't rebuttal to me because it was Jesse that was chiming in and I said I stopped I stopped giving you recommendations that I knew that was futile. Like you'd ask yeah. me for recommendations and I'm like you're not going to watch it so why bother? So go on. Well, so I made that <laughs> list and I do plan on watching probably Hunter Hunter at some point soon, but in that same breath from that moment on, partially because Jesse brought up Lost and we were talking about Lost for a while, I've watched two plus seasons of Lost in the last week and a half. So I've watched like 50 hours of TV in the last who since we had that conversation so apparently i'm just a liar apparently yeah oh yeah i i i can do what i want and uh Mm -hmm. there's no no repercussions so watch the show that i still haven't watched i will say this uh, when i watched that show initially i love that show and i have fond memories of that show it's been a long time since that show came out there's been a lot of other good tv shows so I was worried that maybe going back to it, it would lose some of my some of how fondly I I looked at that show. But I'll tell you right now, at least the the first two seasons are like almost immaculate. They're so such it's such good TV, uh, great character building. Um, so I, I hope I feel like there are some parts of the show that kind of dip off a little bit, and because like the writer strike happens at some point in the middle. And some other weird plot things, but so far, like I'm loving it because Jen has never watched it, so that's that's a part of the reason why we started watching it. Because I'm like, you got to watch this show; it's it's good. So then, then you got to get hit over the head with that fucking disappointment of the, the non. Like I bet Jen's getting so many questions in her head, and like, have you told her that? Oh, they're not going to answer a lot of these. So don't don't. Get no, I'm I'm being I'm I'm purposely trying to as we're watching it. I'm like trying to like stoke the fire a little bit i'll be yeah. like oh what do you think's going on or like I'll, I'll try to do that but yeah. it's uh it, it kind of is what it is at this point but she's loving it like to the point where i'm like oh i gotta, I gotta record and she's like i'm just gonna keep watching lost I'm like no you're not like we're gonna watch it together because <laughs> i want to keep watching it right. um but that show's so good but anyways we got a we got a jam-packed show tonight so i don't want to keep talking about things that happened in the past and a show that came out like 10 years ago welcome everyone to the Past Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Lost too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Yeah. There yeah, you go. That's how you're doing? All right. I, I, <laughs> was, was that a yawn, or was that, what was that? Um... A yawn would be a very apt response to your question. So let's go with that. Sure. All right. Also joining us is the former Overwatch fiend, Mr. Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Fuck Overwatch. Hey. <laughs> we're gonna you know we're gonna end up playing Overwatch this weekend, so I don't know what you're saying <laughs> fuck Overwatch for. Also joining us is the Disney Daddy, Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing? I'm present. He's got his Mickey hat on, so you know when I say he's the Disney daddy, I'm not lying. That's right. And rounding us out, for the first time, we have a special guest, the editor-in-chief of The Outer Haven and host of the Spectator Mode podcast, Mr. Keith Mitchell. Keith, how are you doing tonight? Thanks for having me, first of all. I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm alive, so I can't complain too much. There you go. That, that's, that's, yeah. that, 
that that is very important. So for before we get into things tonight, for the people listening that may not know who you are and what the Outer Haven is or the Spectator Mode podcast, the floor is yours. Sure. So uh, the Outer Haven Productions is a website that was formed by friends. I want to say maybe 12 years ago, a diverse cast basically were like, we don't like the way the gaming industry is going. And back then we had EGMs and IGNs and all that. And we're like, there's not a lot of unique voices out there that are really telling all the aspects of gaming. So we first made a podcast, which was called the Outer Haven Podcast. And then we were like, hey, let's just start talking about news ourselves." So we made the site. I made the site. They were like, you do the work since you're the tech hit. Do many different <laughs> variations of like WordPress and PHNuke and HTML and all that fun stuff. But eventually it came to be a, a somewhat decent site and we jumped into Game Drill. We talked about gaming and anime and manga and pretty much everything under the sun. So it's more so a geek culture website than anything else. And over the last 11 years, we slowly came from being this hobby website to something that's semi-professional to the point where if we try and post stuff on certain places, Reddit, we get told, no, you can't post there because you're professional. It's like, oh, I guess we're big time now. We're professional because we can't <laughs> post there anymore. But um, in a nutshell, we're just we're just a bunch of friends having fun. You know, we yell at each other, we curse at each other, we get mad at each other, we get, we dis- disrespect each other. But at the end of the day, you know, friends and family, and, and that's how the organization is ran. We, we, we like it to be like a, a family atmosphere. We don't want it to be like, hey, you're here, do five articles and we never want to talk to you again. That's yeah. not what it's about. <laughs> it's about having fun. And I'm not going to lie, getting what you can get. You put in something, you get out something. You put in the work and you put, out, and you put the hustle in, I'll make sure or I'll try my best to make sure that you get what you're asking for or, or along those lines. I take care of my people there, you know, so Love it's it. fun. It's fun. You know, it's not, you know, I don't do like a bazillion oh. hits a year or a month or whatnot, but it's fun. It's something that I can do when I get off of work and just chill. Like I'm going to do some gaming stuff or some anime stuff, or maybe somebody will realize, Hey, you guys don't go work. Would you like to work with us? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. We'd like to work with you. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yes. So yeah. So it's been a fun, yet frustrating adventure, but I wouldn't give it up for the world. Yeah. I enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I check out your stuff from time to time. You, you guys are, you know, passionate folks putting out a lot of good stuff and, and you're touching, touching a lot of different areas of, of nerd culture. So, you know, anyone that, that does stuff passionately in this space, like those are the people that I love to, you know, kick it with and, and help elevate if I can. I mean, our platform is also pretty small, not like we're not this big giant production, but we're, we're doing things. We're, we're making Our small moves. people got to stick together. Exactly. Stick together. <laughs> and I appreciate that. It reminds me of, um, we had went to PAX East many, many moons ago. And no disrespect to the people I'm about to talk about real quick, but there was a guy we were doing an interview for. And um, IGN, I just got done talking to the guy. And then he came up to us after he was done and we started talking to him and he stopped us in the middle of the interview and he's like, you guys really enjoy what you're doing. It's like, yeah, we're doing this because we love this stuff. This is a passion for us. This mm-hmm. is not our job. I'm an IT guy. This guy's a school teacher. <laughs> we love doing this stuff. And he's like, I can tell that you guys are very passionate about what you're doing. It's like, yeah, well, we appreciate it because that's what we're doing. It. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be here wasting your time. We didn't care. Yeah, it's absolutely. not a job for us. <laughs> we love doing this. That that is one of my most favorite moments ever at any event I've ever been to because those words stick to me to this day. Because he realized that we were enjoying ourselves, not just, mm-hmm. oh, we're here to do this, thanks, talking, and move away. No, that's not how it is. I thought you were going to say he was going to be a huge dick to you or something. I was like, expecting <laughs> No, he was really cool. You know, there have been people at PAX that were rude, and I just walk away. I just, you know what? 
I'm not getting paid for this. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm here to help you. Goodbye. Yeah, that's cool. Thankfully, oh. we don't have many of those. Right. Yeah, we I, we've well, at least I can't I can't speak for everyone, but I've I haven't had too many bad interactions like that. I mean, I haven't had. It's not like every interaction is like this great, you know, landmark, groundbreaking conversation, but definitely not a lot of uh, assholes when at, in those settings, at least. I wouldn't know. I'm usually at the bar the whole time. <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to you got to you got to do recon and networking there too. That's that's right, part of the, yeah, part exactly. of the gig. Yeah, that that is easily one of the biggest places to network. Yeah. Pax East. I would yep. say E3, but I've only been to one E3, and the one I was at was not very um. It was not very fun. Believe it at that. Yeah, I've fun. I've heard I've heard mixed things about E3 for for smaller like you know for the non big big sites and stuff that that there's a lot of a lot of yeah. things that that go on and, and a lot of stuff that uh isn't necessarily fair to to smaller people. So I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but that's how it is in a whole. If you're lower on the totem pole, people just don't recognize you, and maybe they don't want to take the time out and talk to you. Which makes it so much better when somebody does realize, hey, you know, let's talk. I don't care who you are. I just want to talk to you and talk about my product and talk about this. Because some of those are the best conversations we've ever had. Mm-hmm. We go on and we think we're going to, he's only going to give us like five, six minutes and we're talking for half an hour. We're going, all right, we got to stop because there's people outside the booth lining up. We need to go. Yeah. But yeah, I love those. I love those. I miss I miss those. I, yeah. I miss I ho- so much. I hope, I hope that the way the world is right now hasn't killed a lot of those things for the future. 2023, 2023, you know, you know what? I, I, I don't doubt that people were like, Hey, we're going to get back in 2021. I was like, no, it's not happening. That ain't right. happening. I'm pretty sure as of right now, Penny Arcade still hasn't canceled PAX East. I think it's still set for June. And I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't, they, they announced PAX Australia. We have a guy who work, who lives in Australia and they announced that. And I'm like, you really think that's going to happen? And he's, he's, he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll see about that. Australia is well, a though. very different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Place right now. yeah, they're like, you must stay in your house. If you come outside, you're arrested. And he's not yeah, too happy yeah, about much, that. Right? He hates but, that. He really hates uh, that. Yeah, because like even even if the event goes on and you know maybe regular people feel fine going there, I guarantee most most developers are not sending their developers anywhere. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, Sony Sony pulled out last yep. year of PAX. Yeah, it was really I mean? disappointing because I was going, yeah, I'm going to try some of these games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sony's <laughs> like, no, I'm like. Oh, damn it. All right. I think the big one was Last of Us, right? Last of Us was supposed to be there, and then yep. Naughty yep. Dog pulled it out at the end. Yep. Or close to the end. I so. was hoping to finally get to talk to Sony again. So every time I go to an event, Sony's like, Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. And they never talk to you. It's like playing <laughs> cat and mouse. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go there and corner you and say, You're gonna talk to us like you promised. And we weren't there, so yeah, Pax East 20 was uh 2020 was um was interesting. We got there and nobody was taking it seriously. And then as the event went on, people were going, oh, maybe we should wear a mask. No more yeah, handshakes. Like we're doing bumps. Stuff, we're doing right? elbow bumps and everything now. Like, yeah, all right. Do you remember, just going, lucky down the es- Do you remember going down the escalator and they were like, had someone at the bottom spraying it? Yep. And Every time you went up and down, there was somebody there. They did a great was, job. They did a yeah. fantastic yeah, was, job. But that was like before everything went fucking stealth. And like, it's so surreal thinking back to like, we were in the fucking worst possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. into fucking this pandemic and when i was heading never... out to pax east it was like boston's epic sound like mm, i don't know if yeah, i'm gonna go to boston right. now right it was like, <laughs> it was like it's too it late. was like the same weekend the same yeah. weekend yeah, that like, news yeah it's like well it's too late where i paid for anything let's go and yeah, hopefully right. nothing happens <laughs> thankfully nothing <laughs> happened to us so uh yeah well, we like i i've 
talked to a lot of people who were there and I've yet still never heard of anyone that got sick from there. Like right. it was right, it just right before. It was great. It yeah. was great. Nobody that I know of was, I mean, the, the normal uh, con funk, I, I don't feel good. I'm sick, but nobody that I heard of got COVID. Yeah. yeah. And then of course, a couple weeks after that, all hell broke loose and everybody started getting COVID. So. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. It's been a it's been a long time. It feels like it's been years. It really does. Like it feels so long at this point. This like, is going to be something that's going to be in the history books. So back yeah. in 2020, yeah. COVID nineteen, right. like yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember we were all like, oh shit, like hopefully this will be done by summertime so we don't waste our summer. And then you know, like, it's like, yeah, God. yeah. I on on uh like facebook whatever like oh this last year or today it was like me posting a picture of me holding animal crossing i'm like it's been a year like it's been a year since animal crossing today uh yeah so yeah because pax east was uh end of march was it last year no was it february it was the last week of february yeah it was early of march yeah it, yeah it was early it's, it's usually not that early it's usually right. like middle of march or closer to easter thank god it was right i know i know like it, it, seriously, it was, if it was a week it later, was, even a week later, then yeah, yeah would have been done. We would have been, we probably all still would have went, and we probably all would have got real fucked up. <laughs> like that would have been, that would not have been. It would have been time. bad because yeah, yeah, we had nothing in. Oh, you'll you'll get better. You'll get better. No, you, you don't get better. You just <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't get better. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, man. not not great. But before we get into tonight's main topics, a couple of housekeeping things. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts, you can check them out at One Washington Square and get yourself some delicious, hot and fresh out of the oven fatties. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And the last bit of housekeeping news before we get rolling into it is... We are almost at the end of March, so just a reminder, if you're participating in the PTC Movie Club for March, it's Mike's pick, and it is The Prestige. So you have another week, week and a half to watch The Prestige, and we'll talk about it at the end of March. So, Keith, because this is your first time on the show, All right. uh, normally one of the things that we ask uh, our guests, this I don't even, at this point, I don't even know why this became a thing like it, it happened organically a long time ago in the past with the guest and then it just turned into we ask every guest that comes on uh do you have a preferred fast food like is there a fast food that you think is like top dog uh i will i want to say no because okay. i try to not do much fast food I love Especially that now, that's the answer yeah, I want. It's fine, yeah. Because because <laughs> it's you know the sooner the new the sooner the weather got better, I was like, wife, we need to go buy another grill so I can start cooking in the backyard again. Hell yeah. Um, but I will say I do have an affinity for uh, Red Robin's the, the smoking pepper burger. I love that's that. Burger. Yeah, I love that burger. burger. It's low in calories. It tastes good. I love it. That but might be the that, first yeah, time. Grill home. It might be the first time someone threw a Red Robin in there. I don't think that's been brought up before. But yep. it, it's I'm kind of with you though on the fast food thing because. We've been doing the show for a long time, and this has been just a, a, a bit for a long time, but I also don't really eat fast food anymore. Uh, but there was a point in time where we were trying to decide it, it. Like part of the conversation originated as who has the best fast food burger. So we were just trying to like weigh everything against each other. And then it turned into what's the best fast food. You're you're in a different state than us. So do you have any like food or restaurants or some sort of place that's like exclusive to where you're at that's 
that's a, a recommended. This is Delaware. Ain't, ain't got ain't nothing in Delaware. <laughs> there's nothing in Delaware. I mean, if you say Philly, then yeah, there's tons of places in Philly, but there's nothing in Delaware. Okay. We get yeah. we get everything. You know, we get the Five Guys and the Wendy's and the Chipotle. I will say, my family will bleed Chipotle if you cut them. They <laughs> simply love Chipotle, and that's all I ever ate when I went to Pax. Like, all right, let's go to Chipotle because yeah. it's right around the corner from the hotel. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's not really much. If you would ask me that, maybe. A couple years ago, I would have said Wendy's. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, we because we're all in Massachusetts and like up here, aside from like seafood and like clam chowder and stuff, I feel like roast beefs are like the thing that are kind of like a staple of of this this place. I mean, get that around here. You can't get roast beefs. There was once upon a time ago when Subway used to be a thing. They used to be they used to have the um the hot pastrami sandwiches. Yep. And they always used to have them occasional. And when they had them, I loved them. But Subway doesn't even exist around here anymore. They're all gone. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. Are, is Subway out? I don't, I, I don't no, know. We Subway should still, still be still, here. Yeah. yeah. Course, I mean, they they did just announce that their tuna sandwich had 0% tuna in it. So, <laughs> so we're the poor sap. She's lost all our Subways. Awesome. Yeah, right. He's pulled out of our area. Wait, how, how is it a tuna sandwich, but it has 0% tuna? What I don't know. I, I read an article fairly recently about how, like, the tuna sandwich, it was, like, 0.01%. I think that's tuna. one of those things where you don't, I think that's you one of those things know. where you don't want to know <laughs> yeah. what's in any yeah, of your food. Yeah, it doesn't make it, any it, sense. It only has chicken of the yeah. sea in there. That's all. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. All right. I mean, I guess, I guess that Just is like what it that is. processed cheese. No cheese. I'm, we look at these, these things now, like, 100% cheese, like... Why are you telling me this? Yeah. yeah, right. yeah what, what were we eating before? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anytime something's like made with 100% this, it's like, hmm, I grew up eating this. What What was I eating growing up? Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some weird like cancer or other disease because it's, you've been it's feeding me so, chemicals. It's so weird now because now they're, they're coming out with the health kicks and everybody's like, you got to watch what you eat and watch all these processed foods. And I'm like, like you just said, so what the hell were I eating when I was growing up? What yeah. were you putting inside of my yeah. body this entire yeah, time? We, it, we yeah, we were what, back then. What what was actually in Sunny Delight? What definitely not orange juice. <laughs> what was what was going on in there? I don't even think it's Sunny Sunny Delight's uh, tangerine flavor, isn't it? I mean, it's a couple flavors. You think actually. I know what a tangerine no. tastes like? I mean, they I got mean, they've fun. got the the regular orange, the tangy orange. They got some kind of strawberry stuff. I will say my family loves Sunny D. By the way, they love that. Huh. That's like let's get Sunny D, Dad, and I go buy it. And then the next day, I turn around, it's all gone. Like oh, it's all gone. Yeah, it's you all gone. Thanks. Love you Thanks it doesn't last more than a day. It never lasts more than a day. Not in this house. What, what the fuck was in those little barrels with the like peel tops that were disgusting? Like yeah, that's what you, like we're all. Oh, the juices, the little juices, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I have nothing bad to say about those juices. They had a name. They were like, I never, like, I never liked them. I forget what they were called. I just yeah. called them juice jugs because that's what they look like. <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know the. You know what? I want to know what the official name is. Yeah. What were they called? For real. How do you find that? How do you look for that? How do you Google that? Because it took you, me. You Google, time. you Google juice jugs, and then you click on a picture. <laughs> yeah, it looks like what you're looking for, and you, and you go down the <laughs> rabbit hole. Like it took me, it took me a good twenty seconds for me to remember to understand what Todd was describing. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> what were in those things? They were just colored. They were just colored. They were little barrels. It, it, yeah. it, it tasted water and sugar. Like, it tasted yeah. like water and sugar. Yeah, it was water. Yeah, that's little all hug. They called little hug. Little, little hugs. Hugs. I kept wanting to say tugs, but yeah, I wanted to say tugs too. I was like, tugs doesn't make any sense. Little hug fruit barrels. 75% less sugar. Only 75% less now. Yeah, right. So what yeah. was in there before, guys? Yeah. 
That's why I said it's all just fucking water and sugar. <laughs> I might have now, to get, I might getting have to older some. and we're like, what's wrong with me now? Well, let's see. Let's look at what you ate when you were younger. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's I don't I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know at this point. <laughs> so before we get into the main topics, uh, Keith, what have you been playing? What What's what's been making its way onto your, your oh, playtime? So I play a little bit of everything, but as of the recent game drop on Xbox Game Pass for PC, because I'm a big PC gamer. I've gone back and started playing Nier Automata and uh, Evil Within 1 because okay. those are two of my favorite okay. games. And So Nier Automata, when that game first got announced way back when for the PlayStation 4, I imported the Japanese version because Square Enix was like, we don't know when it's coming out to North America. So I bought that, and then North American version came out, so then I bought that one. And then it came out for PC on Steam, and then I bought that one. And it ran like crap. Ran like crap on all of them. So then when they came out and said, hey, it's on Xbox Game Pass for PC, and it's a completely different version than the version that came out back then, I was like, all right, let me play it. And it is. It's completely different. There's no performance issues. It runs like a champ. Great. Same thing with Evil Within. They, I don't know what they did. I don't know if Microsoft went back and said, we're going to fix all your bugs, but both those games run amazingly. Love them. Um, outside of that, I've been playing a lot of The Curse of the Dead Gods. Love that game. I don't know if you what, ever heard of it. It's, no, I haven't it's, heard of that. So it's a... It's a um, isometric, top-down, uh, roguelike. Think of it like Indiana Jones, but you're in cursed temples, digging up, uh, trying to get treasure and trying to get to the end of it. But there's these, there's these random um, RNG effects in the game that are called uh, curses. So as you go through the, the, the areas, you get corruption. You pick up corruption either by fighting something, picking up certain weapons, going through certain doors. And as you go through, you get um, a certain amount of, of curse, you get corrupted. And these corruptions throw on or curses throw on certain things like you can't use certain lights you can't use certain weapons or you take more damage or they're just random curses that get dropped on you mm-hmm. and you're trying to make your way through these these temples with these curses on you and the curses are what really hinders you there's a lot of rng in the game it's one of those games where if you get the right weapon and you get the right amount of curses you'll do fine yeah but at the same time if you get the bad weapons because there have been many runs where i've got nothing but garbage yeah. Then you just don't get anywhere. And then there's like also it. there's also another curse that you get five curses on you. Tell you you're going to get four. The fifth curse is always known. It's the curse that pretty much once you get it, it starts taking away your life until you get to one percent one uh, health point. And that's it. So you mm-hmm. don't want to get that. So there's ways to negate that by certain weapons or sacrificing items to get rid of your corruption. But as you play the harder levels, they're pretty much like RNG baby. And if RNG doesn't like you, then you're gonna die. But I kind of play like a that now. Game. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. It it has artificial um, difficulty still because again, the curses and RNG will really mess you up, mm-hmm. and it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do about that. So it's luck of the, of the die. Either you get a good one or you get a bad one. Yeah. And the only reason I'm playing that a lot of that is because one, it's appealing, and two, my friends told me I need to stop playing Dark Souls so much. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I stopped playing Dark Souls. I uninstalled Demon Souls on my PlayStation 5. I've given up Souls forever. Because and that's hard you, for me. Because you just play them too much or, you, or because you... Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm addicted to the Souls games. I, Did the you very play first, uh, Bloodborne or, or Sekiro? All of them. All of them. Many times. What do you What's think your... the hardest one out of all of those is? Because I think Sekiro is like one of the... I, I, and I can get far into all those other games. Sekiro, I just fucking can't do anything in. Sekiro is hard because of the, the mechanics, the parry system. You must know the parry system to proceed in that game. There are fights yeah. where you must... 
learn how to parry or you get nowhere. I couldn't there get past the, bosses... drunk, the, drunk, the drunkard guy. Like, I, that's how little I could get in that game. Like, I was like, you know, I see, up. I might go back and play Sekiro just because Sekiro is the only game I've only beaten once. Because yeah. Sekiro, unlike the other games in, this, in the series, it's a one and done game. Once you beat it, you don't want to go back and beat it. There's no drive to go back and play it again unless you just want to see how well you can do it. But even then, there was so many different bosses in Sekiro that had um, two different. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. What I'm going to. There was this, the, the one monkey, the monkey boss where you yeah. killed him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got him. He comes. He comes back. I'm like, what the hell? He's back alive. And then banging my head against that counter again. So he was one of my favorite bosses because I literally was just cursing and screaming and yelling all night trying to beat that boss. So I got to a point where I can do it without getting hit. So what's your what's your favorite of the of these type, style of games? Uh just from 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 software or all the games emulated uh i mean you how, however you want to answer you want to open it up to the floodgates or you want to just keep it within well there's too many of them so i'll just, i'll keep I'll, I'll stay with from my favorite one out of all of them so far i have to say dark souls 3 i would say bloodborne but dark souls 3 capitalized on a lot of things that bloodborne did such as the faster gameplay and mm. there was more weapons in that game um more levels. I, I like the the, uh, the 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 better variety of the the enemies in the game as well. So it was okay. like it's like they took everything that was great with Bloodborne and they do those elements in Dark Souls Three. And I know if you ever look at those those rankings, they're they're interchangeable. It's like this one is better than this one. Always, it's always Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne. Always. So. I still need to, I still need to give Bloodborne a shot at some point. I've never played Dark Souls Three. That's like, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta play that actually. Yeah, I'm addicted. I, I, I'll, I'll leave it this way. I own every copy of Dark Souls for every platform. Jesus. I have 900 hours in Dark Souls 3 alone on Steam. Holy shit. That's not counting the Xbox One and PlayStation versions. Yikes. I have a problem with these games. <laughs> so I had to stop. Listen, you like you're like you, an addiction right now. Yeah, I know. You you know what you like. You like and you you don't, you play that. Nothing wrong with don't that. Don't you get frustrated yeah. though? Because I love those games. They're so fun, but at the same time, like like you said, like you're spending hours, and I just at one point I just have to fucking shut it off and play something else because I get so so frustrated playing them sometimes. The problem with me is I play them and I know what to expect, so I don't have yeah, those problems. Fun, yeah. I, I just gotcha. run through the games and I know what's what, where it is, what's going on. The only game I can say I don't really know that is Sekiro, because I will say that game, I did fumble through a lot of that game and that was also why I was like, I'm done. I don't want to play this game ever again. <laughs> I will play Neo 1 and 2 before I go back and play Sekiro. Hmm. Yeah. I can't, I'm not allowed to play Dark Souls anymore. <laughs> they they will harass me if they see me playing Dark Souls. Just like I harass one of my friends when I see him going back and playing WoW. It's like you said you gave that game up, man. Stay the hell off of it. Yeah, we I gotta, know. We, no, we got to do this it. to Todd with Overwatch. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could have a while. that would have been like good like two years ago or something. But I mean, Overwatch killed itself. <laughs> you really yeah, need it to really, exactly. <laughs> thank, thank, you. thank you. Done. Thank we you. still we still play a lot of it. Todd, you still play it? You played it this I week? I only play it with you. I play it like once every two. That's weeks still playing it. Yeah, I mean, I play it just to play with friends. That's it. But I, I agree. I think the game's fucking done. What? I'm I'm, I'm I'm saving. I'm, I got a little hope for two, but at the same time, I'm going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Blizzard. I mean, at this point, when it comes out, why care? Will anybody care when it comes out? Will Blizzard still be a thing when it comes out? Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Will Activision completely have killed them off or what? I'm just waiting there. Yeah, didn't they just fire like 190 people? <sighs> That's all right. That's all right. Bobby's got his money. Bobby's right. got his money. Yeah. I am I am excited about Overwatch 2. I'm that I'm the one person. 
See, I, I well, much I'm looking forward to it. I just, I just don't have any faith anymore. You know, yeah. the whole, yeah. the whole uh, Diablo immoral nonsense, Diablo Four. Because I'm really waiting for Diablo Four. I love Diablo. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect anymore. And what they showed on like, Diablo Four looked really good too. Like when they, yeah, showed, they showed it. I think everybody giving like, us horses too. Finally, cautious optimism with them right now. Yes, there you go. What about the what about the rest of you guys playing anything uh, outside of the normal stuff or? Killer Queen Black baby, that's literally like all I've been playing, and jumping in between other games. What about yeah. that that VR game you were talking about? Oh, I just started playing. Yeah, I've been playing that too. Ironically enough, it has like elements of Overwatch. It's probably why I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's it's literally a uh, you have two guns and you can get other guns at like a rocket launches and everything, but you are basically like Tony Hawking grinding on rails the whole time and you can jump off and on these things. What is There's this actually, game called? That sounds called cool. Hy- yeah, it's fun. It's called Hyperdash on uh it's on Oculus Quest. It's I think it's probably across the board for VR. Um and there's also payload, so you gotta like there's different modes, there's like team deathmatch. The payload maps are the best, I think, personally, because there's like a, a payload that your whole team wants to get on but you know you know how payloads go no one ever gets on them there's a big glass <laughs> shield so you know like they can't shoot you from the front so they got to come on the sides and behind you but you're just basically trucking along pushing that payload and uh yeah i mean uh i've been playing a ton of vr um this is interesting oh is the only quest though is oh it's not for rift oh is it only quest yeah oh interesting okay that's crazy i, I have yet to that's make a- the jump to rift or to uh, quest and I, I really don't know if i want to just yet I think if you, uh, I, like, I, I think they'll still support the Rift for a, for a bit because the Quest can also plug into your PC and, and play yeah. uh, non Oculus Quest games. I think the Rift is done. I, I really, when they announced the Quest 2 and they literally said nothing for the Rift S, and everybody's like, what's going on? Right. Yeah, I think the Rift S is. They just announced like Quest three and four in the works too, so you know they're they're honing in on what they got with the Quest right now, and we're just gonna see like hopefully I can play Half Life Alex without having to hook up to a PC, you know, by Quest three or four. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> what about uh, Mike and Dom playing anything other than the old the old Fortnite and Overwatch? The new season of Fortnite. How, how are you feeling about the new season? Because a lot of things have changed. I don't know if you play Fortnite, Keith, or care about Fortnite. I know that's a a divisive game. I played at it points. a couple times. I played the beginning of um, the last season, and that was it. Okay, I, it's not my cup of tea. I I love the shoot. I I love the pew pew. I don't love the building. Yeah, I I'm think that's yeah. We do a, we do a lot of games where we don't do a lot of building. Yeah, but uh, what are Most you? When I build, I build by accident. Yeah. What do you guys think of the new changes, like the crafting and in the bow and arrow and the changes to the map? Um, crafting's cool, although I personally I think I, I felt better if I could just walk up to an NPC and just be like, here's some gold, make my gun better. This is the new way is technically maybe I don't know if you could argue if it was easier or not, but you know, you can do it whenever, but I I like just walking up to somebody and saying, I just want to make this gun a better gun. Yeah. Well, you also have to collect material now because before you could just yeah. pay an NPC to upgrade, but you, now you, you have to. But, you know, you had to. You had to earn enough gold to do that. Like I could do it most of the time because I accumulated so much gold that I wasn't doing anything with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now you have to like if you want to get like an explosive bow, you need to find grenades, you to find grenades and exactly. whatever I'm other saying, Materials. I liked. I like the old. The e- yeah, the easier fine. way to do it. Method, yeah. 
I mean, there's still there's still that upgrading system in the game. It's still, I mean, but I, I, think it's I rarely lack. run. Into, yeah, I rarely run into those those NPCs that yeah. just upgrade things for me. Are you digging the new changes going from? Because this is the season just began this week, right? Uh yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, I mean it's whatever so far. Tomb Raider stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see. So it seems like they kept a lot of the aspects of the last season in the like, I don't know, in the sense that the map is pretty similar and the idea that uh um does like the hunters are still on the board and stuff so i'm Mm -hmm. curious to see if they continue with that like crossover kind of system this season with like different ips yeah i mean uh tomb raider is already part of the battle pass so i'm curious to see if more comes to the i I wouldn't be surprised if i was gonna say nathan drake will probably get thrown in there if you're gonna fucking start going down there (laughs) yep I, yeah, I could see them doing it, doing more. I mean, I don't know if it will be. I feel like last season it was like every couple weeks there was another major crossover. Like there, yeah, there I don't were know a lot of crossovers epic. last season. I, I'm, I don't yeah. know if they'll. I mean, I don't know. Epic's got got big pockets, and everyone seems to want to be a part of that pool. So I mean, Street Fighter was over there. I'm like, wait, Street Fighters in Fortnite? Like, that's right. such a why? weird, like, the craziest, such like, a weird yeah, one, right? I had to buy those skins. I, I, I've been exclusively using Chun Li since that happened. <laughs> like Since. what about Ryu or Chun-Li had to do with anything of that season not a damn thing not a damn thing and it's <laughs> fine that they're in there it's just so weird the, the, the only stretch that I can make is that the like the overall theme was like hunters and like people hunting for something and I guess like Ryu technically is like a wandering fighter that's looking for the next challenge so there's that I guess I don't know okay I don't think they need a reason. I don't. I just think they they got no. they got money. The conversation went like this: Hey, Capcom, we got money. Can we get you guys? Sure, we'll always take money. Here we go. Done. Yeah. How much? How much money you got? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about that, well, there's a couple things I don't like about that, but the fact that now we got we got Ryu and Chung Lee doing these really stupid dances, and I'm going, Hey, look at these dances, and everybody's showing them off, and I'm going. That's my childhood right there. You just don't understand. <laughs> Ryu does not do dances like this. He's this wandering warrior that kicks people's butt. He doesn't dance. He does not dance. He does he nothing. He does fun. now. He's pull, he's pulling <laughs> off TikTok dances. Listen, too, I think are. I think Kratos was like the tipping point for like people that shouldn't be doing dance. You know, it's like you see Kratos out there. They got they got the xenomorph in there now doing. Oh, dance. Right. Okay. Todd, season. I mean, the first season of the game before they even had seasons, it was. A guy who was ostensibly John Wick doing dance. Oh yeah, right. That was John Wick without being John Wick. Yeah, and then they added, and then they actually got John Wick in the game. They actually got John Wick. I don't know if you still before now, but you can get John Wick and um, Halle Berry's character from the third movie. I think at this point we shouldn't be surprised who makes their way into the game because anybody will make their way. I'm waiting for Mario now. I'm waiting for it. Get I'm Mario surprised there's no Nintendo crossover yet, especially because last season they they put in Kratos and Master Chief. So I'm I'm surprised Did, at this didn't point. Didn't they Nintendo, say Metroid? Wasn't Metroid? Like, it's been a rumor, a rumor is Metroid for a bit, but we'll see. Yeah, Nintendo characters. Out of all, out of all the characters, I think Nintendo characters are the ones that you you would get the solid argument of like they shouldn't be using guns. 
There's a reason no, why I'm, I'm petitioning for Kirby. Blasters Kirby needs to be Smash in fucking Fortnite. Yeah. Mike, though they would use a Nintendo character that uses weapons, though, like like Samus would make sense, or like Fox. I, again, seeing Fox as like a and where's like Samus's gun in Smash? Doesn't have one. She uses everything else, but guns are a no no. She has a, an arm cannon, Mike. It's cannon, basically a gun. Different, basically, but it's I not. think I think they'd be fine with it. Only Anyways. character in Smash with a gun is is Joker, and you can argue that that one's like a match, like it's a toy gun, but. That's neither here nor there, I suppose. Doesn't Bale it... also have guns? Huh? She yeah, has feet yeah. guns. Yeah. Fox, yeah, she got, Falco. She got, they got blasters. They got laser blasters. Mike's remember... really really just trying to keep this. All right, Dom. You remember <laughs> you remember uh animated Spider-Man from the nineties. They didn't allow I guns do. in that they didn't allow guns in that show. They, yeah, they gave I... him blasters. Punisher, Punisher was there, wasn't he? And he probably also had blasters. Like they but... they that's how you get around the gun. Yeah, they have to back and... you, you have to give them lasers. Lasers are cool because they shoot and you can just go, ah, but with a gun, you get shot. It's like, Pfft. is that how lasers work? You get shot and it goes, <laughs> ah, there's no blood in Fortnite. Mike, they can make it happen. They could Nint- make it Nintendo happen. over but the last few years has bullets. has loosened the reins a little bit. They've gotten a little bit more more willing to collaborate with people. So we'll see. I wish um, I shared your optimism for I mean, I'm not at this point. I, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, Lara Croft being part of the season, I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe there's still a chance, but who knows? Who Lara Croft? She, she's known for dual pisties. I think. I don't know. I didn't play those. Games. She is no. <laughs> The first couple were. That's what it was all about. Yeah, that was all. That was all her. The, the ponytail, the the and the uh, dual pistols. That yeah. was Lara Croft, but not the new one. Yeah. No. But they did bring bows into Fortnite this season. <laughs> Probably partially to to line up with with Lara. Uh, for me, it's just been rallying through the first Kingdom Hearts game. I'm at the final boss now, so I'll finish that up this weekend. And that game has not aged well. It's not not a not a great game. Uh, I've, I don't know if Keith, you've ever played any of the Kingdom Hearts games. This is my first time playing them. I own three of them, and I've got as far as to loading it up, playing the first couple of uh, minutes, going, I don't like this game done. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think we're on the same place. I, played I don't the like this one. game at all. I mean, I remember playing the first one. I played like a half an hour of it, and I was like, I thought this would be cool, Disney and um, Square Enix, but it's not. I'm done. Yeah. I, I, just I never got off of Destiny Island. Like, I'm still I'm still there. Am I, am I safe? Damn, Mike, I, I, I beat the first game because I played it a long time ago. But I rebooted it up recently when Brendan started playing, and I'm like at the island where you start. And I, I played for like 20 yep. minutes. I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, yep. I'm done. I'm not. I I'm mean, not it's tough. It. It's it's a it's an old PS2 game. You know, it's clearly games have progressed. You know, very very far past what that game was doing, both with controls and with camera navigation. So like, you have to kind of look at it in that lens, but. It's still it's still difficult to play. Some of the later wow. boss fights are very difficult simply because the game doesn't control well. Um, but I wanna I wanna see it through because I'm hearing that for, that uh, I'll say Fortnite too that Kingdom Hearts <laughs> two is uh, is a much feels a lot less dated. So I'm hoping that's that is the case because if two plays like one, I don't know if I can get through another twenty hours of that. We'll see. But I I did want to try to get through those games this year. So hopefully I can uh, I can make that happen. But the 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 bigger topics for tonight were kind of wanted to see how everyone felt about the Square Enix presents because I was a little underwhelmed by that. I was kind of let down by that. Uh, I don't know, Keith, if you have any uh, strong opinions on on the Square Enix presents. 
Mm, this is probably going to hurt my relationship with Square Enix. But anyway, um, that was a bit of a letdown. The only two things I really cared about, well, three, three. Uh, for Spoken, I'm looking forward to that. When they showed the new game uh, play trailer, I had visions of uh, Nier Automata in my head because that's how it felt when they were running around the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Outriders, because I've been looking forward to this game for months, literally months. I've still been asking people, hey, how do you become an Outriders ambassador? Because I really want to, <laughs> it's like, I've been making videos and talking about this game on podcasts and literally arguing with people about this game and whatever. And uh, Avengers, I really wanted to like Avengers. I, I mean, we've, we've all followed this game for years. It came mm-hmm. out and it was like, oh, this is so disappointing. So like, out- I, I love Avengers, but I also fucking hate Avengers. I've been telling this. <laughs> I get like 100 hours into that game. The game is fucking trash. But I think that the, my biggest gripe before I started playing that game, I thought the combat looked really fucking terrible. But ironically enough, the combat's the best part of that fucking game. But oh, there's good. Just, yeah, but there's just nothing else to it. You beat that game. You start going into the after game. You're yep. literally, me and Brendan talk about this all the time. You're fighting fucking the same two bosses back to back. I just jumped in recently because Hawkeye and Kate Bishop came out. I jumped in last night. And there's still no fucking new bosses if there is. Like, it's probably like a mech or something. And I'm like, what What are you guys doing? Like, d- like I just add like a couple different kinds of characters to that game where I don't feel like I'm just doing the same fucking thing over and over exactly. again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. they just don't do that. And and that game, I tell Brendan all the time, when we played, I, I think if like the four of us all played that game, we would probably have a fucking blast for like a day or two. And then we'd be like, all right, so we're still doing this shit. You know, here yeah. we are again. Oh, is this what we're doing? Here? We got to go fight yeah. Taskmaster another time. Yeah, sure, we'll right, do it. Yeah, right. yeah, the <laughs> gameplay loop in that game is, is terrible. That uh, the rewards aren't very enticing yet. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. The rewards are the worst part of the game. It's just terrible drops. They don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Even the yeah. costumes, the costumes feel half-assed in that game. Like the the ultimate. Some of the some of them are okay, but I'd say like ninety percent of them are garbage. Like you know, it's just it's. And there I, you go. And you summed up why I don't care about that uh, game no, anymore. No, I get it. I get it completely. I, 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 played, I played Iron Man a ton, and I think Iron Man is so fucking fun to play in that game. And I was telling them last night, I'm like, I, I thought Cap was fun too, but I haven't even played Captain America. But like, there's no reason to try out all these characters when you have nothing to fucking do. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's crazy. It's I, I haven't, like, I don't care about Hawkeye or Kate Bishop. Like, it's... I, it's silly well, they, that they, they that, play so good. Though. I'm sure they, they play like great because the I, I like playing as bow characters in games, but I, I feel like leading off like the expansion stuff with those two characters is kind of a weird, weak choice. But like they didn't show much about the Black Panther stuff war for nope. war for Wakanda. But like I would be very that, interested to like have a new setting and Sounds like we're getting uh, a new boss. Have a yeah. 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 Right, yeah claw. Um, but I mean, at least have a a character that I care about as a, as another hero to pick, but that's going to be the other problem is like, there's such a hero problem in this game where it's like black Panther expansion comes out. All right. One of us can be black Panther and everyone else has to still play the other, other stuff. See, like that wouldn't bother me that much because like I said, I've only played Iron Man and there's so mm-hmm. many characters. I, I, and Kate Bishop's really fun to play. I, I want to play other players. I think it just comes down to having like a, a core group to play that game with for a little bit. And then like, you know, then you, I think it'd be, it would probably make the game last a little longer, but I don't know how long it wouldn't last that long. Though, yeah. But you know, so I still haven't played the game. And during the uh, presentation, I was watching the maestro stuff. And the only thing that I know about the game is the stuff that you've told me. And during the, the thing, they are in the future and they're like, Oh, taskmaster, you're here too. And I was Stop like, that's literally it. all they've said. <laughs> that's literally all they've said is that you just keep fighting Taskmaster. So they put it into the that. presentation. What that's happened? Hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's... 
think about this. They have yeah, it's the, a shame. I don't I don't know what the contract was, but they have like the Marvel base of like characters. And the best they could fucking do for the first year of this game is give us fucking two bosses in the after game. Think about that's fucking yeah, wild. You could do some half ass low tier bad guys if like you're worried if they have to pay more money for the high I don't I don't know how like like I said, I don't know how this all works. But like you the fact that like after those two abomination taskmaster there's one giant mech that you fight over and over again and it's just like that's it it's like they couldn't they, is modok not in the game he's in the campaign you can't fight him in anything else except for the main campaign yeah it's, like the the uh, there's certain missions in the game that you play solo you don't you can't play them with with friends and the final mission i don't know how long i forget if it's like the full mission or if it's just the final boss fight but that final thing you play alone like you play by yourself and it's a cool boss fight but like all of that like it's like like it's a very cinematic boss fight and all that like cool stuff that you do there like that stuff doesn't happen in the rest of the game unfortunately think about this Chief, for a did second. you play what but marvel play avengers yeah yeah i played I, oh, thumbs up i, I wouldn't okay. But I think Dom's a little different though, because Dom doesn't play. Like, I feel like this game might resonate with him in a weird way because he likes the comics. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think his expectations would be what ours are in some ways. But that's the yes. thing and gear I'm like why do you have a chest piece this is a fucking hawk we don't need that but the dumbest thing about that is is that like the armor doesn't show up You're just doing these armor this new chest piece it As my as a person who likes, there was no reason for Me to go back game that should have gave us. That's what we yeah. should have got. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna give us. And yeah. again, stuck on the switch. Yep. I, I ah, just bring it to everybody else, please. Stop being cowards. Yeah, just right. release it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this yeah, point, I'm surprised would, it hasn't come up somewhere else, like, or at least on I PC. Yeah, I would replay it on Xbox. I'd replay that game I'd definitely again. Yeah. 
I just I never, think it's maybe because there's this contract in place. Because I, I'm sorry, if I'm Disney right now and I'm looking at the state of Avengers, I'm going, how long are these guys gonna have this license for? Can we get this away from well, them? You know now? what? That, that's that's yeah. what's wild about all of this is that like there's so much money behind Marvel and like the fact that how big the universe is and they still can't get people to play this fucking game is wild to me. Like it is like the biggest biggest thing right now and it's yep. starting to take off again with all these shows on disney plus and it's like you still can't get people to play this fucking game it's 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 crazy yeah it's not I, a fun I game mean, disney's, disney's obviously starting to take back their properties when they realize that they're not sick well, i yeah. guess yeah. like the the star wars handling with ea like it's proven yep. that they're starting to okay we're gonna we're gonna do something different now well i think so i ho- think hopefully we get that but I EA is still business, keeping it. Yeah, I uh, think the business model for them going forward, they're letting EA write out the contract, which I yeah, believe was 10 yeah. full years. Um, but I think two the, more years? I think two more years, yeah. I think yeah. the way that uh, Disney's doing their licensing going forward for video games is no one's going to have like an exclusive thing. It's just going to yeah. be, we're yeah, going to yeah. let, if you, if you pitch us something and we like it, we're going to let you do it. That's it's what like I we yeah. could get some other Avengers game at some point, but it's, it is really, you know, Sad to see I that really this, hope this that, game is not that great. I really hope that what you just said does happen because if Disney goes and says, "Hey, Avengers didn't do well because X, Y, Z," maybe it's because of the property. It's not because of the property. It just wasn't done right. We mm-hmm. everybody okay, even if it's, even though it might be dumb, everybody wants to play their favorite hero. And if you we both have the same hero, then give us different skin variants. You know, I want to be Iron Man. Okay, then you get to be War Machine or or something on that. Yeah. I want to be Captain America. Then you get to be yeah. U.S. Agent or you get to be Bucky. Or something, put some kind of comic relationship into this right now. And it's like, you, I don't want to play this. I can't be the guy I want to play. Okay, so, fine. You have so many iterations of heroes throughout the comics that you could play Tony Stark as eight different mechs. Like, I, there's no reason that you can't have the same character for all four players. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Iron Man Mech Five, Iron Mech Men. You know what I mean? Like just, just use the different mechs. Like you have the ability to have everybody play the same character. Just like the Hulk, they shouldn't be. Yeah. Like how many very how many personalities the Hulk have? Like six or yep, seven exactly. now. So so you can use Red all Red Hulk, Gray Hulk. Yep. So yep, exactly. yeah. The sad thing is, I think this I mean is like every character, level. every character throughout the the ages. This is like the least important part of the game, though. The fact that we get, like there's so many other things besides like that's just like a small thing compared yeah. to like, what the big problems of that game are. The, the, I think I think it's ultimately just a content like problem. Like if there was is, more 100%. to do, if there was more end game stuff, if there was well, just yeah. a little bit more variety, it I wants think... to be like a Destiny style game. But I mean, Destiny had a multiplayer to fall back on. So like if like you ever got there was something else besides the content that they were giving you at the time. Where this game, it's just you're just getting this the. the the end game content, but there's nothing else you can do once you do that stuff, you know? Like, yeah. so it's, it's just, yeah, this is yeah. crazy. It sucks. But I think, I think overall, unless anyone else has anything to add, I think we kind of all are in the same boat with, with the Square Enix presents the project Athea of uh, four spoken. That, that, game, looks, looks, that, that game looks amazing. Like I, yeah. I yep. really hope that that is a good game because it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I've never played life is strange. I, a lot of people have recommended that game to me a lot. So, I'm happy to see it get a new game, but I don't like. I don't have any. I never play the game, so I can't like speak to the quality or or have any type of tie to that. Good time wasters. I do like, yeah, I like the the concept of the next one. 
Yeah. I love the fact that it won't be uh, episodic anymore because yeah. that oh, huge, really yeah. screwed me over so many times. Yeah. I play it and I go, I'll play the next one. And it comes out in three months. Yep. yep. Maybe I'll go back and play it. Maybe I won't. So yeah, mm-hmm. give me the whole thing at once. Thank you. Don't do that episodic stuff ever again. That's bad. Yeah. That worked in, like when Telltale was like doing Walking Dead and other stuff. And we've come a lot a long way from from that, I think. I think it even stopped working for them. So Oh, that was I think Telltale had a lot of issues piling up at the same time and that that was yep. definitely not helping them. Yep. I don't like those games so much, but I played Tell Me Why and that game was fucking like the story's good, but like the Tell gameplay is why. just like droning. It's just like it's so hard to get through those games. Uh I just you could only walk and like select items on the side and really have nothing to really do for so long for me on those games. Yeah. I feel like that's like that's yeah, but like I, I feel like I feel Even like the they're... Walking Dead series, like they're just so clunky and like they're great, great stories. But at the same time, it's just like it's I don't feel like I'm having fun playing it. I feel like you like the medium a lot. And I feel like the medium is very similar gameplay wise to some of those games. Yeah, but it's got like other elements that like doesn't make me feel like I, I mean, like the core gameplay is like there. So it's like it doesn't feel like it's like this clunky like. Mm-hmm. I'm walking like a legit like NPC from like two thousand from like nineteen ninety nine or something, you know, like I don't know. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to chat about before we wrap things up tonight is a, kind of a really weird bit of news that happened this this week, and that's Sony and uh, oh, yeah. RTS picked up. Uh, they they they're taking over Evo, which we all dabble in in the fgc community we we pay pay attention to certain games and certain uh areas of it and i know you do a little bit too keith so i i how are you feeling about this news i know you did a, a recent episode on this on your podcast as well so myself and uh my one of my friends Matt, matthew gasilius paul who is still very entrenched in the fighting game community and had a bunch of people check out the show afterwards um, we have some concerns regarding this one. So if you definitely haven't checked out our podcast on that, definitely check it out because we talk about a lot of major things. But I think overall, this news is good, mainly because if you've been following Evo last year, it was drugged through the dirt. Mm-hmm. It, it just was not good for Evo. Many of us thought Evo would never come back, especially with the last, with the allegations. But the fact that Sony and RTS are now running the show I see the 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 the, uh, the the tournament coming back better than ever, but the concerns are. Sony said that they're not going to change anything. How many times the company said we're not going to change anything and then change something? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't want them to go. Hey, this is only going to be a PlayStation exclusive event because that means even though Killerinstinct is technically dead, it means Microsoft can't bring Killerinstinct to Evo. It means that a lot of games that are played on the PC, a lot of the anime games will no longer be played at Evo because they're PC. Um, it also could mean that a lot of sponsors may pull out because Sony's there. Evo had a lot of sponsors. Mm-hmm. It could be that they pull out. We could see an issue with the talent, the commentators. If you ever watch Evo or any fighting game event, <clears throat> the commentators, as wacky and off the wall and as cynical and sometimes blunt as they are, they make those events. They oh, are absolutely. the halftime show. They're the ones that provide the commentary, uh, the comic relief, everything. What happens if Sony doesn't or PlayStation let those guys come in? Or what happens if they use yep. them for a while, learn what learn their trade, and then we don't need you anymore? Bye. Yeah. What happens would... if they make the event that only certain people can stream this event? What happens to the Otero? You know, what happens to Spooky? What happens to all the people that bring 
the streams for Evo to us. Because when Evo was on, la or not last year, year for last year, ESPN, great. But other people could still stream that event. What happened if they locked this down? You know, what yeah, happened if they bad. start throwing their weight away? So I think it's positive, but there's still a lot of things that needs to be addressed, needs to be looked at. And I, I really do think that PlayStation needs to be 100% transparent. There is no, no trepidation whatsoever. If you're thinking about doing something, you must tell the community. Well, that's a because, problem because I don't think I don't think PlayStation's ever transparent. I don't think those guys. That's my are, problem. At, like they're never yeah. transparent with anything. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing. Here's the big thing that nobody's thinking about. The fighting game community can simply boycott Evo. They can go, "We're not going." Then what happens? What? Evo's dead. It died. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They can go. We're going to start up a new event. They can literally say, "We're going to put our money together and start something else." We've had many of them. We've got tons of them in the fighting game community. It's not, yes, Evo is seen as the biggest, but if you follow the scene, it's there are other ones out there that are just as big, especially so for specific games. Yeah, exactly. It'll, so, what happens with that? It, the thing that makes me nervous is that, like, and you touched on a little bit, is if they start, you know, pushing certain games that aren't PlayStation games out. So, you know, if that removes Killer Instinct or some other game, you know, Smash Brothers, what have you, if it pushes those things out, like, I don't foresee Nintendo putting on like a good quality official like smash thing that would, that would be this in the same vein. I mean, again, we still have other, you know, good championship series for smash and, and, and other fighting games, but it, the thing that's great about Evo is for, I think for people on the fringe of the, of the FGC, or maybe they don't really care about the FGC. I feel like Evo is probably the name that they know that yep. that's the event that they know. Yep. Um, so, you know, that, that carries a lot of clout for the, for what I would argue, you, you look at the state of competitive gaming and esports. it's continually growing. It's bringing in a lot of money. A lot of people are starting to invest into it. So like Sony scooping this up, isn't surprising to me because you are seeing all of these other companies start to invest into esports more heavily now. Um, so that part's not surprising to me, but it's it's the potential for them to do something negative to the FGC as a whole, simply because I feel like the FGC, even though it's still getting bigger every year and still a big community is probably considered a little bit more niche compared to like, you know, the, the Dota esports oh, community is. or like CSGO is. or whatever, whatever else is out there. So I mean, there's still there. There's still that conversation that fight the fighting game community or fighting games itself is not considered esports. Mm hmm. You know, they, I feel like the fighting. I feel like it needs a shot in the ass. Like the fighting, I feel like there just hasn't been anything that people really talk about that much anymore. I know that, like, I'm not a big part of the fighting game community. I used to play a ton of Street Fighter. I love Soul Calibur, but I just feel like I don't know if there needs to be a new game that comes out that like sets the tone for the future. But I just feel like there's there hasn't been much that gets people excited in the fighting game community, really. So let me explain what so we talk about this. We talk about this all the time, not on a podcast, but we feel that the fighting game community, the fighting game scene itself doesn't get its due because <clears throat> there's just too many. The, the fighting game community, yeah. it's too fragmented. You've got Street Fighter, Tekken, Smash, King of Fighters. Um, you've got your anime games. You've got... um. Mortal Kombat, you've got your Killer Instinct, you've got your uh, Blades Blue, your Guilty Gear, oh geez, you got your Grand Blue. There's just literally too many fighting games. And there's, there's, 
you could have a, a million people playing these fighting games and they're all going to play one or another fighting game. When it comes to esports, there's only one Counter-Strike. There's only one Overwatch. There's only one um, Dota. There's only one League of Legends. There's a handful yep. of games that people flock to and they play them. While there is a lot of games in there, they're, 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 they're there. There's there a specific game and they stay to the genre. There's too many fighting games and you can't keep track of them, which is why we have so many different tournaments. It's why we have like we have combo breaker and we've got the we've got the summer jam and all these other events because they cater to some or all the fighting game of community. Look, Evo, Evo doesn't cater to all these games. Evo has we're we're gonna do six or seven games, and that's it. Now, if mm-hmm. you want to do something on a side side tournament, it's great, but they're not on the main stage. It, it, it's too big. And fighting games have been and always will be niche games. That's yep. just the nature of the beast. They won't get their due. I would love for somebody to put a, a, a crap ton of money into them, like maybe slain plans on doing it. But that's just the nature of fighting games. They're niche. I think they the always other, will be. I think the other part of it, too, that's a little bit, you know, it, I'm sure it happens in some of these other genres as well, um, but probably way more so in fighting games is you still get people that they play melee and you know they don't care about future smash games you get people that love you know street fighter yep. th- third strike and like that's their best street fighter they don't care about four or five or anything else so you have a lot of communities within those game communities that play the older games or like people playing competitive you know call of duty are playing the most recent call of duty are there yep. smaller things for the other games the older games yeah i'm sure there are but i feel like you know, for for the, the the player base in the FGC that's already you know probably the smallest of of the rest, they're even further segmented within in it within itself. And the other thing too is because like you know if you watch you know pro Overwatch or pro Call of Duty or or pro CS:GO, you care about that game and you probably don't really care too much about the other games. But you're not actively like trying to like. The way that that the fighting game community is is like it's all one umbrella, and people look at it as fighting games. Where it's exactly. like Overwatch is looked at as Overwatch, and it's not looked at as like those are the shooting games. Like it, it, they're all their own entity, and fighting games get lumped together, and that I think also kind of hurts the community in some way because Ooh. it doesn't let any singular games shine too much because they're just no matter what looked at as a whole. Yeah, that's and that's definitely part of it. Exactly. There's 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 too many of them, and some do some great things. Some have a lot of great mechanics. Some are mm-hmm. fast. Some are very tactical. Some re- require to use a lot of uh, uh, mental uh, capacity because some of these games, if you're going to think you're just going to throw out some special moves, you're going to butt hand it to you real quick, aka Guilty Gear. <laughs> <laughs> you will die really fast in Guilty Gear. But yeah, they they get lumped into one to one genre, and that's it. And it, it hurts them. It hurts the fighting game community. Yeah. One thing I noticed with fight, fighting games, though, is that like I feel like across the board, and I mean maybe there's some games that don't do this. I've always had like issues with like netcode with these fighting games, and I feel like a lot of these games have never been stable across the board. Whether it's Smash, whether it's Tekken versus Street Fighter, whether it's a Street, I mean Street Fighter, the first year on PlayStation was a fucking disaster. Like the, yep. the Street Fighter Five, like the first year and a half, it was. It's like I feel like all these games always have that issue of the online capabilities, and it's weird to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we got literally sit here and have a whole conversation regarding netcode. Right. It's yeah. just, right. it's, it's, but that's that's a big thing with a lot of fighting games. Like you mentioned, Smash. Smash has some, ultimately has some of the worst netcode out there. Yep, it's terrible. Nintendo will not address it because. 
They don't care. The game <laughs> sells, and we're gonna we're, we've got a bazillion people on the roster. We literally don't care. It will work out yeah, just right. fine. Then you got other games that use you know we we got the rollback netcode. We've got the um. You know, I'm not going to turn into that kind of fight. I'm not going to say something all day. I just leave it at that. There's too many netcodes out there, and uh, there's, a, there's also an issue of Japanese developers not wanting to use some of the more popular netcodes out there because they think they can do something better, and then they realize they can't, and then they incorporate into their game afterwards. What were you going to say something dumb before? I I was just going to say, can you imagine if uh, somebody can just bring it to another genre. Can you imagine if somebody was like, yeah, I only play Madden 14. Like I won't play any other game. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, just sorry, crazy. I guess that, you're not like, playing anything then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. It's just crazy that like, I mean, uh, obviously the, the fighting games, like as they progress, like the, the game like changes and with that change, it doesn't always please the community and the community just sticks to a certain game yep. and it, they won't progress with the game. Almost. It's, I mean, I know there's got to be some balance, but it sucks that, like, that's part of it is that, like, they won't move with the game. Yeah. They well, start that's to a good analyze thing. themselves. That's the good thing with things like EVO. Again, it goes back to the side tournaments. You, you want to play Street Fighter 3? That's great. It won't be on main stage. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. The, the last piece of this that makes me cautiously optimistic is maybe this means that Sony has got some you know other fighting game of their own in the works you know i know a lot of people are you know ch- you know chirping about maybe we're gonna see but what i think is more likely and this for me makes me as someone who pre- like for between xbox and playstation i primarily play more on my xbox than my playstation uh so this would like kind of not be something i would be super jazzed about but I'm wondering, Sony going to make a play to make Street Fighter Six an exclusive PlayStation game, and that's you know part of why they're they're leaning into the FGC a little bit more because Street Fighter Five is PlayStation and PC only. So, you know, are they going to make that long term play with Capcom the, to try to lock it down? Is that the biggest game? Is that the biggest game? As far, what is the biggest game? What is like the as far as Evo goes? What is the game that everyone's there for? I mean, I think the last one was the the top game was Smash. I think think it was smash believe it or not it was smash it was smash combat fall into this i would say mortal combat based off of nothing more than my my perception of what i see on the peripheral i would say i would say that'd be like third maybe fourth top i think yeah i I think at last evo was it smash and dragon ball fighter z was Dragon Ball was like that. was I think popular. Dragon Ball I think Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z is like super popular for them. Um so I would say Smash Tekken uh, not Tekken. Um but Tekken is still up there too. But I was going to oh, yeah. say Street Fighter um maybe DBZ and then Mortal Kombat. It yeah. it might be a toss up maybe DBC. I mean maybe Mortal Kombat's higher for them, but I would say Mortal Kombat's in their top four or five but it's definitely not and no one gives a shit about soul caliber is that just like a well no so so last year before things got canceled they revealed as the evil 20 japan final registration numbers were super smash ultimate street fighter 5 tekken 7 blaze blue samurai showdown and and then soul caliber 6 that was japan 
I know North America was completely different. I'm trying to find those numbers. That's interesting, actually. I'm I'm glad to see Soul Calibur on on that end. I thought that game had died out. I didn't think they I put didn't... enough effort into it. No, they definitely did. I love that game too, but I mean, that's probably one of my favorite fighting games next to Street Fighter, but yeah. I do like Soul Calibur, but I didn't, I didn't play much of the mo- most recent one. How big is the uh, Shonen Jump uh, community? How how big is that pool? Shonen, Oof. so are you asking in terms of like how popular Jump Force, At, Jump Force is? Because I think Jump Force as a Jump fighting Force, game. That's a, Jump Force, I, I, I think kept wanting to say All-Stars, and I knew that wasn't the name of that game. <laughs> yeah, I think Jump Force was not received well as a mm-hmm. fighting game. Yeah, they're still uh, putting out DLC though, right? They're still putting out DLC. Um, I think Pretty, Giorno... I mean, yeah, the that's next the one person. that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yep. they're adding him next. Um, and that I think that rounds out that season two fighter pass. But I think as a fighting game, competitive sort of spectator thing, I don't think. Yeah. Before. Why did it make I it so thought... hard to find the numbers here? I'm trying to yeah. find them. I can't <laughs> find them. Yeah. And then we just got a new Mortal Kombat this past year, right? Mortal Kombat last, 11 Ultimate. Last, yeah. yeah. So theoretically, the next one should be an Injustice? Yeah. They've been alternating, right? Yeah. Can yeah. they still... I, I want to get into Injustice only because I'm actually fascinated by the storyline of Injustice. Um, so I don't know if there's any more material in that storyline to, to do a third one. I'm sure that if if they want to do it, that they could do it. They can like it's they it's want. comics. They can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. But I'm curious to see if that's viable, given what, or if it would be organic, given what has been what has transpired within the first two games. Mike, Batman is in zero point right now. Yeah, I don't think different. things need to be. I don't think things need to that's be organic. Different. That's Fortnite. <laughs> Everyone besides Nintendo characters can be in Fortnite. <laughs> Well, the Marvel stuff in Fortnite is like comic book canon in some form, isn't it? Don't they have comics specifically so. tied to that? Do they, they have the same thing? I don't, I don't no? know if it's canon though, but they definitely have comics. And Batman as well. Batman oh, Batman has like a set of head. comics for, for Fortnite. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I can't find I the numbers. I think the numbers. I think the numbers were on Evil's website before they changed everything, so I can't find the numbers anymore. Yeah. They usually post them out and say, here are the, uh, the number of people who registered for the event, but they only have them for online. And I'm not seeing... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine they're closer to 2019. Yeah, which is, I would, which I would again, say Which again so. was Ultimate, Street Fighter V, Tekken, and Samurai Shodown, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, that sounds... Of course, Dragon Ball made its way into there again as Fuck, well. Fuck, man, I need to play Dragon Samurai Shodown. Fuck, that's like a game I won't really want to play. Sam show is good, but it's like a very different. I don't know if you would like that style. I like of slow. I prefer slow pace and fucking because okay. you know how I play Ken. I'm like a fucking lunatic, and I'd rather like yeah. tone it down a little bit and fucking you know. But that game hasn't gone on sale. It's like sixty dollars across the board, no matter where you try to buy that game yep. from. It has never hit like any point where it's like half price or anything. It's it's insane. Why I don't get why that game just doesn't. I'm almost worried at this point if I bought it that I'd probably wait like 30 minutes to play an online match or something, you know, because who fucking knows who's playing it at this point. Yeah, it'll be, you'll buy it and it'll, it'll end up on PlayStation or, or Xbox. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, it'll be on Game Pass the week yeah. later. 
or the only people playing it will absolutely whoop my ass. The people who are still hanging around talking. Oh, about that's it. that's sucks. definitely you know, the like, truth too, though. Yeah, because I don't. I, I mean, I couldn't imagine what the I don't know what the player base is for Sam Show Online, especially if it's I don't. I, I'm assuming it's not crossplay either. So if it's like you know yeah. each thing is separate, it's probably not the largest player base. Um, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what this news does for the FGC with the future of Evo and and kind of if if any other players decide to enter this space in this type of way. Like, you know, I'm wondering if a Microsoft, you know, scoops up you know another one of the bigger events that are used to to as you know placements for other big games and stuff. But it would I be don't not. think they're worried. I don't think they're worried about that shit. I don't think yeah. that's even on their radar. I, I think after Microsoft was like, you know what, we didn't do so good with Mixer. We're not doing this anymore. We're we're yeah. done with this right. stuff. And I fucking love Mixer too, which is like so did I. I loved yeah. it. I love yeah. it. I I can't get back into Twitch stuff. I I left Twitch for a reason. I went to Mixer. I was all in. Then they're like, we're done. I'm like, but now I got to go back to Twitch again. <laughs> right. I left there yeah, for a right. reason. Yeah, they did do a lot of interesting things on Mixer. I'm really surprised that I, I'm not hearing more vocally from the fighting game community. Yeah. Maybe because mm-hmm. part of it because one of the biggest fighting game community forums, shuriken.com, is not offline because of this. So that's interesting. Yeah, they literally, I, unless somebody can find it, shuriken was tied to Evo. And when you go to shuriken.com, it's gone. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it will come back as, as in its. In a in some form or or not, and there was a lot of stuff on there, so I don't know where they're going now. Interesting, yeah, it's gonna it's, it's it has the potential to be very very uh is it very game changing for for the FGC and the future of just esports in general. If you know if if others decide to jump in, you know, on different maybe not just FGC, you know, if someone else if Microsoft decides to like buy a part of the Overwatch League or something or or CSGO, whatever their tournament series is, if they have one. Or... Is the Overwatch, Overwatch League still a thing? I thought the way that Blizzard was going, that's yeah, going to be I'm gone Yeah, I'm so soon. curious about that too. I, I, I'm very curious about that. I think they have some big time sponsors involved and I think it's a priority for them to to try to maintain that, uh, what they're doing with that. So, and I would imagine that all of the team owners probably locked into an X amount of year contract that they couldn't just drop out of. So they're they're probably at the bare minimum locked into a few years of of everything. If the, what, league, if the league if the league falls apart, then there's no contracts anymore, though. So yeah, but like and they COVID they do have fucked a, it all up. Yeah, they do have a lot of there's a lot of money involved with from up from sponsors and stuff. So I'm I'm sure that they'll. Try to figure out a way to sell. If you got Robert Kraft getting involved in a team, you know there's a lot of money. You know, like, it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think also uh, Dallas Cowboys guy is in yeah, our team exactly. too. Yeah, I forget right? what his name is. Uh, Jerry Jones. No, I don't. Oh, no, I, said, I meant yeah, Maverick. I meant Maverick. Yeah, you meant the Maverick. I was gonna say it's Mark it's, Cuban. Um, Cuban, yeah, yeah. But I think that pretty much wraps up tonight's episode keith it was a pleasure to have you on i'm happy we were able to to get this going it's been a Same. long time coming. i enjoy being here thanks guys for this yeah. uh you. you know take take some time now to you know plug all your stuff or anything you got going on or coming up or just came out that you want to you know shed some light on the floor is yours all right so if you guys want to check out another interesting gaming podcast you definitely can check us out over at the specmode.com or a spectator mode podcast. We're pretty much on every podcast host out there right now. Spotify, Apple, 
Google, you name it, we're there. Also, if you want to check out some great gaming news or anime news or just geek culture news altogether with a very nice, diverse cast of crazy people that love what they do, check <laughs> us out over at Haven.net. We, we love what we do, guys. That's not a lie. One of our statements was um, for enthusiasts, by enthusiasts. We simply love this stuff. We, If we play something that we absolutely hate, we're going to be honest with you. We're going to say this game is garbage. But we're not going to say it's garbage and say, that ah, it's done. We're going to tell you why we feel this way. And we're mm-hmm. always open yeah. to for conversations. We will never have you come to our forum or to our site and put something negative in our comments unless it's just really bad. Uh, we did have one person come by and say Gamergate. We're like, oh, we're not even gonna, we're not even gonna entertain this conversation. Goodbye. Yeah. We're not doing this. But everything else, yeah, we're, we're, we'd love to talk to people about what's going on, you know, either that or either on our Twitter. We just love engaging with the community in general. That's why we're here. You know, if we ever stop doing that, we ever stop doing what we love, then we'll just stop doing it. So I don't see that happening anytime soon. I love it. It's great. Definitely. If you're listening and you, you don't get down with outer Haven or Keith or spectator mode podcast, definitely check those things out. Give them a follow, give them some love over there on, on the internet. And uh, as always, you can find all of our stuff at past And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode two forty nine of the past control podcast. 